Sit back, relax, and grab your snacks. Oh <laughs> shit, that rhymed. Now join Genbu, King of Hearts, and Mr. Bochi as they tune you in and hype you up on your favorite anime, games, and more. So enjoy the ride, you're in good hands, and don't forget to comment and subscribe. Alright everybody, welcome back to the Geek Boost Podcast, where we tune you in and hype you up on all things geek culture. I'm your host, Genbu, and I'm here to help you get your geek freak on with today's topics. And with me, I got Mr. Wochi. What's going on? Everything's going good. Excited to be back. Yeah, we had a pretty good last episode with the... Uh, I'm sorry, well, our previous... The one we did together was the Iron Fist Season 2, and we talked a little bit about Spider-Man. With me, yep, yep. if I remember correctly. Yep. Because the last episode that I we did was the Bleach one. I forgot that you, you weren't on that one. That was uh, Marvel Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good movie, though. Uh, yeah, it was, right? I enjoyed so, the Before we get started, you guys can find us at www.geekbluespodcast.com. And for those who don't know, that blues is with a Z because I'm cool and that's how I named it. Yep. Also, we are on social. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> We're on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, and pretty much everything else. All our content is spread all around the uh, podcasting network, which I'm very proud of. It took a lot of work. Mm-hmm. That being said, Mr. Will Chi, how you getting over this uh, this cold? I got it. Uh, I feel. I feel a little better than I have the past week. But I still got that nasally sinus thing going on. As you can hear the voice, probably. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm actually I'm getting better each day. The only thing that sucks is that you know me having to go to work and done with this like yeah, exactly. Go slower, can't recover. Recovery. Yeah, I've been. I just been uh <laughs> taking a lot of uh, Tylenol and you know the the flu medicine, trying to just flush this thing out. Yeah, Mucinex for me. That's my shit. Yeah, and sweating. I'm trying to trying to work out, sweat this thing out. Well, I told you about the sauna, but you never hit me up. So I'm like, all right then. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was like in bed like that whole day. So before we get started with with you know the main topics that we're going to go through today, uh, so I want to talk a little bit about what we're going to expect from Daredevil season three. Now Wilson Fisk is coming back, and. So is if what I'm hearing, I'm so I'm hearing about Bullseye as well. Okay, which makes sense because that's how it was in the comic. Because Wilson Fisk hired Bullseye to uh, take out, you know, to deal with Daredevil and Elektra was involved too. So I'm wondering if Elektra is going to be in season three as well. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that's going to go. But what do you think? Oh well, still I haven't even finished all of Devil. I haven't finished all of Daredevil one and two. But I did see a trailer. I did see they introduced Bullseye. Um, I mean, really, I just need to like get into the show more. For some reason, I haven't like had that much interest in watching Daredevil. Oh, how did you? you <laughs> to, no, how did you not watch the show? <laughs> to be to be honest, I watched the after watching like the first season. Um, mo- mm-hmm. you know, most of the first season, even like the first few episodes. I was so interested in like the fight choreography and how realistic it was and how practical it was, how Daredevil was like 
he was giving these guys work and then he was getting fucked up a little bit. And then after he was giving these guys work and beating them down, the guys got back up and they kept fighting. And I was like, this is, this is great. This is like the most realistic aspect about, you know, about fight choreography that a lot of shows fail to portray. I agree with you on that. You don't see too many shows with that great of a fight choreography, especially, Mm -hmm. especially TV you know, movies usually movies usually take the cake with all that stuff, but TV has been up and coming, but getting better. One of the it's just I like think... it's just like you're so used to like a fight, like fight scenes where the hero or the good guy just like hits him with like one punch or something or something like magnificent, and the guy's just like wait out or he's like dead, and I'm like this is so not real, like not <laughs> like they make everyone out to just have like a glass jaw. Just like, come on. Yeah, they do. They do that a lot with with, the, with, with bullets too, and and, stab, and stabbings in TV and movies. Oh yeah. Like I, it's, I always crack it when the person gets shot one time and just fall down their dead. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens, but like, but like, like stabbings and stuff. If someone's coming out with a knife, your adrenaline's gonna be on three trillion, and you're gonna be fighting for your life. You're gonna have to bleed out, or. He's going to have to like really hit a major artery or stab you in the neck or something or in the head where you really just like lose consciousness because I've seen people, I've seen videos and people getting stabbed so many times and still fighting. It's true. And you also are, are a podcast martial arts expert. So it's good to have your opinion when it comes to this kind of fight choreography in different movies, TV shows, and even, even some animes. Absolutely. Now I saw, my Hero Academia, the movie Two Heroes, over the weekend. Oh, my God. He was so <laughs> hype about this. He called me. And he was just hype. <laughs> Yo, everybody, I, I got to admit, when I heard the movie was coming out in theaters, in select theaters, you know, my area, I had to get the ticket. And unfortunately, I went by myself. I could, no one else could come with me. But actually, that's not, oh, that's not, that's not bad because I got a little emotional during the movie. It was really intense. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm glad no one I knew saw me in that state. <laughs> I was like, you know how Deku gets all teary eyed and, 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 and shit in the anime. That was you. That was me in the movie theater. <laughs> that was I can already see it. Deku really does wear his heart on his sleeve, but sometimes I'm like, bro, you gotta like, like you're getting way too upset. Yeah, he does. He does get upset a lot, but I like. But the way the way he just geeks out and gets teary eyed and everything, and it, it you know it, he's so relatable to other nerds in the world and geeks in the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what that's why people like him so much. And you know, whenever I see him on screen and he's like you know doing something you know uh, like nerdy or geeky, and I'm like, oh man, I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just cool it's seeing it on screen and in dub, no less. You know. Which was, you know, which doesn't surprise me because My Hero Academia has taken the anime world by by storm. And for them to, you know, for the movie to come up so fast and so popular and it reached some amazing box office uh, goals. What? I don't know if you knew that or not. No, what, what, uh, what were the sales? Uh, the sales, I know that they were more, they were more than... Than most movies that came out this uh, this past weekend. Really, <laughs> I got I, it was in the middle. It was definitely in the high. It was good. 
I, I can't see. Yeah, I, I don't know offhand, but I got to look at it again. Oh. But it did really, really well. Really well. It hit, it hit some milestones, actually, from what I heard. Okay. Well, now I want to look that up and see. Uh, I want to see if my hero uh, outsold Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Evolution? The live action? Well, no, no. Well, every every movie oh. sold that condition. <laughs> Okay, I was like, I was like, definitely did that. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to see, um, because you know, Dragon Ball Super, you know, the two movies you have, uh, Battle of the Odds, and then um, what was the other one with Frieza? The, the Frieza's uh movie, basically. I want, I want to oh. see. I want to know if they outsold Dragon Ball. Yeah. That wasn't. That's right. That wasn't. Well, I can tell you. Actually, I just I I pulled out my phone. I cheated just now. Okay. Uh, all right. So domestically, My Hero Academia got five million, a little, a little over five million. Okay, as I of see October five second. five point five million sales in Japan and last year. Too. But go ahead. Last year, oh, for the movie. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And as far as uh, Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F, uh, its domestic gross was eight million. Okay, that only makes sense though, Jack. During during it during its run. That makes sense. Dragon Ball's just been around for so long. Yeah, because you know that the fan base for Dra- <laughs> even the fan base for Dragon Ball Z is going to be at this point is going to be higher than than My Hero Academia because a lot of people who a lot of like not not real anime fans you know are really into Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z, and you know even people who don't really know anime they know mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. That's true. So, when the movie came out, you know they're gonna go see it, especially if they have kids and things like that. Which you know, but my but people, here's my thing though: if those fans were a little more open-minded, My Hero Academia would have been up there with Resurrection F. Okay. Because My Hero Academia actually had it has things that Dragon Ball doesn't have. As in, I, as in deeper characters, uh, a better. More plot, more you know, you get more connected to the you characters. You think so? You don't really. You, you, so, what character in Dragon Ball? Th- no, I'm asking. You to? think so? Deeper characters? Uh yeah, I, I, yeah, I do, I do, honestly. I mean, I, I mean, come on now. What, what other characters have more heart? Like All Might, heart. All right, backstory like Todoroki's backstory with his with his father and his mother. All right, Bakugo's you know desire to that that rivalry he has with Deku. It's way better than. Sasuke and Naruto, in my true, opinion, true. it makes more sense. It was more developed. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball kind of keeps it pushing. I mean, if you've seen like Dragon Ball, like the original one, Goku and all them, where you know Krillin, how they first started, then you see their backstory, mm-hmm. which you know, if you're a true Dragon Ball fan, you can really get connected to Goku or even Krillin for that matter, or Master Roshi. I mean, yeah, but um, yeah, but it's people watch. We watch Dragon Ball Z for the fun. None. Um, that's what I'm saying. Dragon else. Ball kind of keeps it pushing. I mean, I mean, I've connected with a few characters yeah. in Dragon Ball. You know, what I mean, that's why I've been watching it for like my whole life because I've, you know, you get a connection with these characters. Well, as far as like knowing, yeah. Well, as my connection stems from my childhood, like Dragon Ball Z was one of the first animes I one of the first yeah. animes I watched. You know, growing up. So the connection I have with that franchise is I've been wa- I've been watching it. Yeah. Since I was a kid, <clears throat> or I've known of it since I was a kid. That's my connection with it. As far as like 
with you know the care. That's, but my connection with not my really. hero academia is on a whole different level. Like I would not, I would not have reached that intensity watching a Dragon Ball Z movie as I, as I yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, Dragon Ball Z. That's not really their route. That's not. Yeah, but the fighting's good. You know, the, the fighting's good. The battle's good. They keep, yeah, yeah. As long as they keep that coming, yeah, they're, that's their, they're that's their, their shit. Honestly, their I just shit. wish they would bring, like, they would just, like, give Bardock some kind of just, like, play or a revival or some kind of cameo, especially the new Brawl. I think if they, the new Brawl, they gave him a revival. I don't, I don't know how I feel about a revival. I I, I like what they, they gave him his own his own segment. Yeah. He, what was that called again? That his own movie, uh, Bardock, Father of Goku. Yeah, they gave him that. I think that was good justice. He's had, you know. He has his own um, kind of like little episode as well where he actually goes Super Saiyan and f- and he's living in like an alternate universe and he fights like an alternate version of Frieza, which is pretty cool. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to have a cameo in the new Brawly movie just because it makes sense. Like a flashback cameo? Yeah, they'll probably show him. The, 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 I think they're going to show Bardock from uh, Dragon Ball Minus from that manga. Because I've seen clips of the trailer, and you can kind of see like you see like a hand on like a on a glass, and it looks like uh, baby Goku's in there, and the hand looks like Bardock's because it's it's Bardock's like uh, his wristbands and everything like that. Bardock. I've been putting a lot together with that new with that new movie. That's right. So I'm kind of like you're the Dragon Ball Z uh, guy on the podcast, so I yeah. whatever I, I take your when it comes to Dragon Ball the uh, that franchise and. The movie, I take your your fan theory seriously. Yeah, so. yeah, I love that <laughs> shit. But that go going, you know. But you know, carrying on, or mm-hmm. to add to it, you know, doesn't compare to My Hero Academia. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, character wise, you know, everyone's got their opinion on what, what they like. Say? Yeah, but I uh, say character wise, yeah, everyone's true. got their that's opinion on what they like. Now, for those of you guys who didn't see the movie, of course, I'm not going to spoil anything, you know, and plus, there's no one on uh, our current podcast for me to really discuss it with anyway, so I'm going to go over it briefly. Now, they did a little episode leading up to, you know, they did a little filler episode in the anime uh, foreshadowing the movie, which was amazing. So pretty much in the movie, Deku and All Might travel to this scientific island to meet one of All Might's old friends from back in the day when All Might was living in America as a foreign exchange student. And at that point in the movie, I was like, all right, this is cool because now we know why all of All Might's attacks are based off of cities in America, like Detroit Smash and you know, all that good stuff. So I was like, all right, so that was pretty that was a pretty good way of letting us know, all right, that's why his attacks mm-hmm. are like that, because he lived in America for a while. And he met the scientist slash, you know, a good friend of his, Dave. I don't know, I can't remember his last name. Right now, Shield. I'm sorry, David Shield. There we go, David Shield, who met All Might while All Might was taking on a villain. And this is a flashback, by the way. He met All Might while All Might was taking on a villain, and All Might's clothes get fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Professor Shield is like, "All right, you know what? We gotta. I can hook you up with some good stuff." And then from that point on, they start going on adventures together throughout the city. All Might's doing his thing as a hero. As a foreign, and slash foreign exchange student, so he's getting his name put out there. He's getting well known. He's getting that glamour, that footage, and pretty much he's letting those hero, those villains know, look, I'm coming up, 
and I'm taking names, kicking ass, and so much more. So that was great seeing some of All Might's history in the movie. And that's just a little that's just a little bit of a okay. a little bit of a taste, you know, for you listeners. I'm not gonna give everything every detail of it. Yeah, you guys gotta go see it. Uh, obviously, well, it's not in theaters no more. <laughs> but they can watch it. I guess they can watch the sub really? online, or they can just work hard to find it online, guys. Because you know, if you were a true, if you were a true anime or a yeah. academia fan, you would have been like me and watched the movie. But since you weren't, now you gotta struggle. All right, and I have no shame in saying that to you. <laughs> Damn, we gotta struggle. So, <laughs> so we fast forward. We fast forward years later. Back into the Deku period, where All Might asks Deku, "Listen, I'm going to go see my my friend from back in the day, David Shield. Uh, you should come with me." And of course, Deku geeks out, and you know they go there, and we meet Professor Shield, and we meet his very attractive daughter Melissa, who's also a genius, very mm-hmm. smart, and seeing seeing these, I always love when. My Academia introduces new characters because you, especially the ones who, because we find out Melissa Shield, David's daughter, doesn't have a quirk. She's quirkless, just like uh, her, her father. But it seems like okay. a lot of people in the show who don't have a quirk have a great way of making up for it. And they show that with yeah. Melissa and David because they're super intelligent. Melissa, even, even during the uh, movie, Melissa has this gadget, right? It's, it's like a gauntlet that wraps... A, it's like a bracelet that turns into a gauntlet and she gives it mm-hmm. to Deku because uh, she knows that Deku holds back a lot with his quirk because you know if he doesn't he starts breaking his arms and, and his legs yeah because he don't he don't hit the gym enough <laughs> he needs some milk get this boy some milk <laughs> so she tells him this gauntlet can take three three powerful punches from Uncle Mike she calls all my Uncle Mike they can take mm-hmm. three, you know, of Uncle Mike's strongest punches. So knowing this, I'm like, all right, so this is going to be amazing because we get to see Deku use a full punch at least three times. Yeah, yeah. And it's in this movie. I'm not going to, yeah, that's all I'm going to say as far as that goes. But that gauntlet was cool. And we also see the other students from the My Hero Academia class. They are also in the movie, which is amazing. We see Bakugo, of course, and his anger issues. And we see Todoroki, and we also see Uraraka. We don't, you know, we always have to have Uraraka and uh, and Deku in there. That's you know the main ship right there for that couple. Mm-hmm. So it was cool having them. All the students were there. They all had a good part in the movie. And the uh, the villain was very interesting as well. <laughs> uh, should I tell them more about the villain? Or should I no, just hold no, back? no, no. You got to hold back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. The villain was interesting. It was a a very it was a very interesting concept about how he got more powerful. I will say one thing in reference to the plot of the movie. David Shield, uh, all my <coughs> friend, makes a machine that can enhance the quirk of that can enhance the quirk of anyone a hundredfold. Okay. And that has a big part in the movie. Jeez. So this machine, so if you have, if you have a quirk, and you you know put this machine on you, you know it's, your quirk pretty much goes to level 90, 99. Mm. 
Cheat. Drastically. And when you see the movie, you'll see what I'm talking about. Cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so overall, the movie was great. And I would I would have saw it again, honestly. Really? Yeah, I would have. I could have seen it again the next day, but I, I was like, eh, right, let me just hold back. You know, I, I pretty much got the idea what the movie's about. It was great. I'm definitely going to watch it again okay. in the future. And I give it a Honestly, I don't. I don't want to give. I don't want to give any movie like a perfect, you know, mm-hmm. score. But I haven't felt this way about a movie in a while. About an animated movie in a while. The last animated movie I saw in theaters was the first Pokemon wow. movie when I was a kid. <laughs> so, me, you know, when I was in that theater, I remembered I had like flashbacks when I was a kid, and my mom took me and my sister to go see the first Pokemon movie of you know with Mewtwo. Yeah. to escaped and everything. So I'm sitting in the theater with a whole bunch of other anime fans and everyone's, you know, it's really it's a really chill atmosphere. You got some people geeking out like me. And you know, it was, you know, it's, it was mm-hmm. a really cool environment, you know what I mean? It wasn't like your typical Friday movie night where everyone's like being obnoxious and throwing candy and shit. Around. That still happens? Yeah, it does. That's why I avoid those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Yeah, but that none of that happened. Everyone was cool because we you know we all went there. You know, if you're not you, don't, you only went there because you're an anime fan and you love My Hero Academia. So mm-hmm. you're, of course you're gonna sit there and you're gonna watch the movie and you're gonna geek out at certain times. But for the most part, you're just gonna you know shut the fuck up and watch it. Yeah. You know? So I wasn't surprised when you know that was the case. I was happy. Everything was chill, and uh, it was cool because you know I walked to the theater and. There's another brother there, right? Another brother was there, and uh, he was, you know, I, he was uh, he was right behind me at the ticket booth. Mm-hmm. So I go, I go there, I buy my ticket and everything. Actually, no, no, I'm sorry, I already b- bought my ticket online. I go through, he was behind. Me. I go through, and I get my seat, and I go use the bathroom, go get a snack, and then I come back, and then I see the other brother there. He's, you know, he comes in, he comes in, he uses the bathroom. And I walk out. So then something in my mind told me he did not look like an anime fan whatsoever. Really? All right. He did not. I give you my word. He did not. You you would never have thought this man liked My Hero Academia. Well, but for some reason, right? For some reason, I had this ESP shit going on, right? And I was like, you know what? Something tells me this brother right here is going to be in that movie theater. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> anime fans come in all shapes and sizes. And so, and so when I walked in the theater, he was one seat over for me, <laughs> just chilling. Really? <laughs> yep. I was like, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, but that was my ESP. That was cool because I, you know, until I open my until I open my mouth, not a lot of people know I like you know I'm a huge geek because you know people are always like, oh you know you know because I, I train a lot and everything and you know I, my my job and everything like that and I do wear my occasional shirts you know mm-hmm. what I mean but. Other than that, not to me. Shit, I knew no. this. But once the second I it, talked to you, I was like, "Oh, he likes Dragon Ball or something." <laughs> well, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I was like, he definitely likes some kind of anime, right? All right. So you know, I guess that means I'm giving off my vibes, which is good. I like that. Later, finding out that anymore. he's like an ultra, an ultra geek. Plus, a plus ultra <clears throat> geek. Yep. Get it? Plus Ultra? Oh, Mar- oh, that was a Mario Academia. Right? Oh, Plus Ultra? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Plus Ultra Geek. There we go. <laughs> All right. So, 
we talked about some my hero. You got anything else before we, uh before I give out a little bit of some gaming updates? Uh, it's all you. You got the floor. I know I kind of went a little bit overboard with my my academia movie, but I couldn't help it. Okay, so I know I'm not supposed to really talk about Spider Man, but I'm going to talk about Spider Man a little bit. Um, all right, go ahead. So obviously, Marvel's uh, Spider Man was a complete record breaking uh, mega hit for PS4, and I've beaten the game. It was fantastic, and just oh, I just beat it too. I beat it. Uh, two yeah, days it's ago. fucking great, and just. Just like me and Gimbu, a lot of other fans are already waiting for the uh, DLC. It's called The City That Never Sleeps. So this DLC, it's oh. going to be released in three parts over the next three months. And it's going to introduce uh, players more intimate, intimately to characters you know, that we've had brief encounters with in the main campaign. So I'm pumped about this DLC. Even if it costs money, I'm probably going to buy it. Because I beat Spider-Man, and now that I've beaten it, it's kind of like, all right, you want to go back and do like a little bit of side missions that you haven't finished. And the only side missions I haven't finished were the Harry's Research Lab side missions that are just like completely boring. So I don't want to. Yeah. yeah to like I finished. That. I think I finished like ninety percent of the game. Side missions included. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I still gotta. I beat the game. I still got like. I'm only like seventy percent. <laughs> yeah so i only have a few i only have a few of those side missions left it's just like i don't even know if i want to go back and finish it so i'm really looking forward to this dlc and they can like introduce kind of like a new you know almost like a, a new piece of the game that i'll be excited to play you know speaking of that dlc i saw a, i saw a picture i saw a little article on um because on my phone when i go into when i go on my uh my web browser there's mm-hmm. like articles of news and everything. So I did see something about Spider-Man DLC uh, last night mm-hmm. and next to the, and the main picture for the article was black cat. Yeah. Bla- yeah. Black cat's going to be uh, the main campaign, the main. So we saw her in like a passive way in like the main campaign. She's going to well, we be didn't actually, we heard her voice. I mean, yeah, but she, it was passive. Was it was passive. A- you know, we didn't really interact with her. Very passive. So she's going to actually be the star of this deal of the first batch of this DLC or the first batch of this content, and that's going to be called the heist. So. Oh, for yeah. real. I've always shipped uh, Spider-Man and Black Cat. Yeah, I like Black Cat. I'm excited to see if they're going to introduce, you know, like if they introduce like Venom. Oh my god, I would. There are so many more. You know, I I'm not gonna get into. It. I gotta say, I know, I'm, I'm just I'll that. I'm just saying. I'll my comment. I'm for just it. saying for video for the video <laughs> game purposes. At at this yeah. point in like time and technology and video games, if they introduce Venom, it would look crazy. Yeah, they he, he well with the movie coming out with the movie coming out or already I think it came mm-hmm. out already. The Venom movie. I'm watching yeah. this weekend. Definitely. Are you watching? <clears> well, I, I have to work all weekend, but uh. Yeah, I'll probably see it. For some reason, it looks like not good to me. I don't know why. Like, I have to go see it, but it just doesn't look good. I'm keeping yes. my expectations low because Spider Man's not in it, and Spider Man's the main plot of Venom storyline. So I'm keeping my expectations. Yeah, it just low looks for that like movie. I don't know. It just looks not like interesting. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. It, it I wouldn't say it was like interesting. I mean, I want to see yeah. it. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm interested in seeing how Tom Hardy's going to do in the role. I'm interested in seeing how much of the symbiote they, they show in the movie, if they show, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, the powers and abilities and everything like that. And I'm interested, yeah. I'm interested to see if they completely fuck it up. <laughs> also, <laughs> we have, interested. if you haven't heard, you um, know, you can now play Xbox and PS crossplay online. Yeah, I put out. A, a, I shared a couple of video. Uh, yeah, that's video awesome about that. Especially all the Fortnite people out there. Fortnite season six is coming out. Has came out, and it does have like a Halloween kind of theme to it, which is cool. Uh, yeah, you know, we had one of our our hosts, our our other host was going to be talking about that because he he's already you know played a good chunk of that season okay. but unfortunately he couldn't make it today yeah yeah fortnite fortnite is fortnite if you're if you're a diehard like i was a diehard and i kind of fell off of it because the game's just like i don't know i yeah i just i've lost interest in the off. game uh not saying it's not good or anything but for me it's just become redundant but uh well yeah that's why i that's why i kind of <laughs> and also it. for ps4 <laughs> if you if you have a PS4, you can get a uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, that video game you can get it free right now. It's out free. I don't know how many people want it, but I just I thought I'd throw that out there. That game's pretty when old. It came out last out? year, I think, but now it's free for PS4. That's yeah. I'm I heard it's cool because you can play I'm as like a camp. Like you can play as like camp counselors, and you have to survive not being killed by Jason, or you can play as Jason, and you have to try I... to catch and kill him. I would play as Jason. I don't. I don't like being hunted. But yeah. I would play as Jason. <laughs> I think. I think it'd be fun. Uh, I might. I might play. It, honestly, that, that is either just came out recently or it's coming out. Uh, King Kango Hearts was telling me about it. Next time he's on the show, I'm gonna have him mention it because you know we're we're in Halloween season, so we're gonna be talking about a lot of horror games, a lot of horror anime, a lot of horror movies. So we're gonna do a horror special. Yeah. Very soon. Oh, cool. So I'm glad you brought up that that uh. So it's only on so on Friday the Friday the thirteenth for PS4, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised that PS4 is once again putting out these. You know, listen, guys, if you have our system, we can. You know, you can do this because PS4 is the best. But all right, you're just you're just being ignorant because Xbox puts out <laughs> X, Xbox puts puts out free games every single month. Free games that no one knows about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Xbox puts out free games every month. Yeah, like oh, free games like Solitaire or Chess Champion, or, no, we, all or right, Candy Candy calm yourself down. <laughs> calm yourself down. Xbox puts out puts out like sixty dollar games. All free. they have is all they have is Tomb Raider. They Halo. put out Assassin's Creed. What other free games have I? I've I've gotten a lot of free games off Xbox that were like oh, top. I the first Assassin's Creed on Xbox. For no, free. not even, all right. You're just. <laughs> This is Gambu. Everyone, everyone sees Gambu's true nature of just being a hater, because that's who he is. He's a hater. If, if you ever bring up, if you ever bring up your your this whole rivalry, which we're going to do an episode on soon. Yeah, I'm gonna our, our Xbox versus PS4. Nah, he's episode, a hater. He's a hater. I will, I will strike you down every oh time. Oh my god. <laughs> he's without prejudice. Without prejudice. This okay. false prophet over here. <laughs> Yeah. Let's just all Listen, let's just I carry, let's just all take a moment of silence. We can say a prayer for Gimbu and, and his uh and his you know uh, lack of stability. Oh my goodness! If you say a prayer for me, I might combust. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I say a prayer, something magical might happen because you know me. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, maybe you're right. Uh, you're half right. But, but either way, <laughs> let's continue. Let's let's give our uh, listeners what we really came here to talk about. Yeah, we have a uh, I'm surprised Mr. Wochi has yep. a segment. A segment on uh on the, the best of uh the best genre slash best character yep. segment. Bounty of, hunters. Yes, today's segment of Mr. Wochi is best bounty hunters. And I'm gonna add to that, I'm gonna add some bounty hunting anime that you guys should definitely awesome. watch if you haven't watched it. So I have an idea. I say we each we just go back and forth, so you say one, I say one. You say one, I say one. And we'll just keep going. We'll do our top five. Top five. All right. If if you All have right. five. All right. Well, I have like some characters, and I I guess I'll I'll talk a bit about some of the anime too from that those characters are from. Okay. If you know for but all right, I'm I got you. I got I got the idea. I'm ready. Okay. You want me? You want me to start off? Yeah, it's your segment, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we're talking we're talking bounty hunters. Uh, my first I'll probably have to talk about is Cad Bane. Now Cad Bane, he's uh he's earned his reputation, and he's from Star Wars. If people don't know, uh, he's earned that reputation of the galaxy's most ruthless, like fearsome, notorious. You know, one of the most one of the deadliest bounty hunters there is. Um, he earned that reputation during that during the Clone Wars, and he became the leader in that line of work. Uh, he was actually working with a uh, fellow bounty hunter, Jango Fett, who died in uh, one of the opening battles. But yeah, um, I think Cat Bane is a he's a he's a straight up G, you know. He's a uh, I'm not I'm not gonna go yeah. I'm not gonna talk. Star Wars. Yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, he's in, he's in Star Wars. Um, his first appearance was uh, I think it was the Ultimate Visual Guide, like number one. And you know, he, his powers consist of you know, agility. Uh, he's an, he's an escape artist. He's got a multitude of gadgets and implants. Um, he has an electron uh, electronic uh, disruption, which he uses stealth, stamina. Uh, tracking, nice. crazy tracker. Uh, he's a com- combatant, not just armed, but unarmed. You know, because he is a weapon master. Oh, and he can levitate, which is dope. Okay, <laughs> I got you. I, you know, I'm I'm only familiar. I'm only like a a surface Star Wars viewer. Like I've seen mm-hmm. most of the movies, pretty much all of them, except for the newer ones. I haven't seen mm-hmm. any of the new, newer ones. But I've seen, like, so I know, I know a bit about. Him. I never, I, I don't think I heard of that character. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I yeah, know he's a Star Wars fan. I know he's a lot low of key. Who, he's low key, but you got to watch Clone Wars to really uh, know more about him. Yeah, I know. I know most of our listeners are. are I know a lot of geeks are Star Wars fans. You know, I like the. I, I do like the uh, the franchise. I just don't really dive into it. King of Hearts is a big Star Wars geek too. Okay. Big. Okay. Like back in the day, he had like the the Star Wars encyclopedias mm-hmm. and everything. So I guess I'll go. I'll go next. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna list one of my favorite bounty hunters slash mercenaries slash pirates. Mm-hmm. And this character is her name is Revy. And she is from the anime that most of you guys probably heard of called Black Lagoon. Now, 
in this anime, it follows a group of mercenaries, you know, a few which are, you know, pretty much they're pretty much just bounty hunters, and they're badass, and they are they don't give a fuck, yeah. <laughs> they do all they do a bunch of odd jobs here and there, and Revy is pretty much one of the main. She's like the main firepower behind the group. All right, you have Dutch. He's like a, a bigger, a bigger black dude. He's the leader of the uh, of Black Lagoon Company. They're pretty much they go around on the uh, on this ship, and they go from job to job, and they take out guys or they're hunting people. And Revy, who's also known as Two Hands because she wields you know two pistols, she is crazy as hell. Yeah, she will blow your head off. She will curse you out. And the dub for this anime is actually very good. They say fuck. They say what? everything. They say every curse where you can think. Every curse where you can think of, they say it. And Revy is the most pot potty foul mouth in the show. <laughs> I gotta watch this. She's either shooting someone, she's blowing something up, she's punching someone's teeth out. And you you know, I'm telling you, this show is really? this show is amazing. And I only provides yeah, and not only provides a you know action filled romp, but it gives like a fun glimpse into like uh-huh. the criminal underworld too. So that's why you know that show is amazing. Revy's cool. Two hands, check her out. All right, from Black Lagoon Company. Anime's called Black Lagoon. Watch it in dub. Actually, Black Lagoon. Okay. Uh, Black Lagoon. Yeah, very good. Very good show. Very great character. My turn. Yep, your turn. I'm done. All right, so I'll give you a little, another little taste of one of my favorite bounty hunters. And if you haven't played, you probably won't know. Samus. Oh, Samus. <laughs> yeah. So obviously yeah, Samus yeah. is from from uh, Nintendo. First appearance was the best of the Nintendo comics, system number one. And Samus is a straight up G. First of all, she is um, the first playable female character in in video games, period, which is cool. But she's a intergalactic bounty hunter um, in the Metroid universe, mm-hmm. which is you know you gotta you gotta really uh it's hard to it's hard to like remember what occurred in this in that story or in the video games, but you know I, I remember I remember you know. I always remember her powers. You know, she's been in she's been in enough games. I remember some of her missions, um, but her powers are like uh, her powers. If you really think about it, it's like kind of like a laundry a laundry list of things. Um, you know, she's obviously got her blasting powers, her danger sense. Um, you know, her marksman, her marksmanship. Uh, her she can levitate as well. She's a shapeshifter. She's got super speed, super strength, super sight. She's a wall clinger. I mean, she's got a multitude of of like great powers that she's used throughout all of her, you know, all of her missions and basically all of her uh, bounties that she's been hired to do. And she's one of the most popular characters in Smash Bros. too. Oh yeah, Smash Brothers? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't wait to beat your ass in that game. Oh my god. Now we have Gimbu. <laughs> Gimbu's really, you know, he's on a has has he taken his medic hey, do you take your medication this week, bro? No, I don't need that medication. It fogs up the mind, okay? 
Gambu hasn't been taking his medication, so he thinks he can beat me in any video game. He's obviously crazy. Yo, you should ask me and Tyler, all right? I. What am I asking them? Ask them how they how I treated them when we played Smash Bros. I treated them like my oh, stepchild. Really? Yeah, like a ch- like a stepchild. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> a stepchild? <laughs> what you trying yep. to say? You trying to say there ain't no a good red- stepfathers out there? A redheaded stepchild. That's how I treated them. Well, anyway, the Galactic Federation has uh, <laughs> they they basically gave Samus most of her uh, bounties, or most most of her jobs. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. She's a good character. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to say about her, but if you think about like all her missions and like everything that she's done, I'd be talking about her for a while. Like you got right. you got you know you got Mission Zero. You've got uh, you've even got like um. I can talk about other Metroid Prime hunters. I can talk about the corruption that lot, you know, that was involved. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, cool. Yeah, definitely one of the best bounty hunters. That's, that's for sure. Oh, and Metroid Prime. Same as always been. Yeah. yeah. She's always gonna be up there. Yeah, it's she's definitely she's definitely a G. But yeah, go ahead. I'll uh, I'll get more into depth as I get closer to like my top four and five or my top one and two. I'll talk about them a little bit more. All right. Then I'm going to go with another good bounty hunting anime. I'm going to go with, it's called Black Cat. Ever heard of it? Black Cat. Yep. It's really good. So pretty much I'll explain it to you. Listeners, if you haven't seen Black Cat, it's a really good anime. Actually, King of Hearts got me onto it a long time ago. Really? Right, so the main character, yeah, the main character in this anime, his name is Train. Train Hartnett. All right. Okay. And he's an assassin known in the underworld. As Black Cat, all right. He's renowned for his accuracy, and he has very. He doesn't really give a, a crap about. He doesn't really give a crap about human life mm-hmm. at all, right? But one day, right, he meets this chick. Her name's Saya, and she's like a cool, upbeat bounty hunter mm-hmm. who gets him thinking that maybe there's a who gets him thinking like maybe there's another way to live life. You know, he starts like questioning like, all right, you know, she's pretty cool. He's you know he likes her, you know, and she, he has she has him thinking, you know what? Maybe I can live a different kind of life. And then some of his past, you know, catches up with him a little bit. I'm not going to say, I, I'm not going to give too many spoilers away because I want you guys to watch it. And something happens to Saya. They don't know each other for long. But she was such she's such a powerful character that the short amount of time that, you know, she interacted with Train, it got him, you know, wanting to change certain aspects of his life. So some events happen, all right, with Saya. And Train becomes a bounty hunter. One of the best bounty hunters, actually. And one thing Train is really known for is his accuracy. All right, this mm-hmm. boy does not miss. Right? He will get you from fifty yards away. From is he like dead shot? <laughs> uh, he's damn near close to it, if being honest. Like he, because dead shot's a bounty yeah. hunter. Well, I always I'm always iffy about dead shot and, and his you know uh, classification of you know his. Uh, mm-hmm. Of uh, what of what he does, I always say mercenary, but he but that he does he has bounty hunted, of course. Oh yeah, he is a, he's definitely a mercenary. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he was a he was a vigilante for a while when he was like working alongside Batman or like you know actually doing good until Batman yeah, figured sure. out that he was working with criminals for most of that time, and yeah, then threw him in jail again. Yes. Batman has <laughs> fucked Deadshot's life up too many times. 
So I'm pretty much done. Uh, that's all I want to say about Train. One thing I will say about Train, I really am a big fan of his gun. All right, the gun he has it's called Hades. Hades, it's a uh, an, or- an ornate six shot mm-hmm. revolver, and it's, uh, it has like a number thirteen on it, and that's a tattoo he has too, which you know goes with you know thirteen black cat unlucky. You know what I mean? I know I know a, bit, a little bit of specs of the gun. Mm-hmm. It weighs two point five kilograms, and I know that because I'm a fan of the show. I right, so I remember that fact. Okay, I mm-hmm. thought you were gonna be impressed with that. No, oh, yeah, man. that's def- that's definitely <laughs> impressive, bro. <laughs> okay, <whatever. laughs> that's definitely that's definitely impressive. <laughs> and he can and he can ricochet bullets too, which is also pretty cool. Oh, okay. All right, so the train's cool. The anime's cool. Watch it. You see some assassins at work, some bounty hunting action, all right, and a little bit of mysticism as well. So check out Black Cat. All right, cool. Now I'll give the floor back to you. Uh, okay. Let's see. I guess I can talk about my next one is going to be Jonah Hex. Oh, okay. Uh, so if you don't know Jonah Hex, um, he was a Civil War veteran. Uh, he turned he turned bounty hunter eventually, but you can uh, recognize him by his disfigured face. He's got like that. He ugly. He just yeah he ugly. That then he got a straight ass. <laughs> he got he got a butter face for real. And don't he still get holes too? Which is surprising. I mean shit if you got if you got skills like that. I'm, I'm but pretty sure I saw him a couple. He probably paying them. Let's be real. Or he's scaring the <laughs> shit out of him. He's scaring him into some sex. He's like, look, you better get yourself on that bed, girl. I swear to God, I'll take off my hat. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure it probably doesn't go something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, his his personality really doesn't win him any friends or anything like that. But he does have a code of honor. You know, he's an expert marksman. Um, and he's oh, the thing about him, he's always willing to fight to protect the innocent. And uh, he's actually all about justice whether it be lethal or not. Um, if Joan, you know, Jonah Hex is just a man. So he's got, you know, those man skills. Like, you know, he's a weapon master. He's got the marksmanship. Oh, well, he does have magic abilities, which is, which is cool. And he can, and he has, Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah. He's got healing and magic, but, uh, the cool part. I like when he had uh time travel, time travel adventures, he actually mm-hmm. travels to the year 1985. Uh, let it be noted that um, he grew up in the 1800s. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So like he was actually, if people don't know, Jonah Hex was actually a slave. I don't know if any, a lot of people know that, but he was actually a slave before he uh, before he joined or shifted his loyalties to like a kind of like a confederate army so it was weird because he's a former slave and then he was fighting to preserve yeah yeah, that is, yeah. That is. <laughs> it was like i was like gee that this is messed up but he saw that it's like one, one step forward yeah back. yeah he started to see that he couldn't like support a system that you know elected to hold his fellow man in bondage and everything like that so he eventually abandoned his post mm-hmm. and you know but anyway, time traveling school. He travels to the year 1985. Uh, after he picks up this like tablet that's 
that has like you know it's basically in uh it's basically magic in itself so he places his tablet between his vest for safekeeping and he's transported to 1985 now the tablet was eventually stolen by some de- by like a demon and then Jonah was transported back to his own er- to his uh, own era but i feel like that whole if you read more about it that's like a cool concept with like his story Yeah, I know. Hopefully, you got, if you guys ever heard of it, you guys check it out. Yeah, yeah, Jonah is a, is a cool character. Yeah, I mean, I like him. I never, you know, I read a couple. Yeah, of his I stories. mean, Jonah became a bounty hunter after just fucking like being drunk. He like stumbled out of a bar, and then he uh, he found uh this guy named Mad Dog, known as Mad Dog. Yeah, Lucas uh, uh, McGill, yes. I think his name. I remember is. Mad Dog. Um, so he was actually, this mad dog was actually attacking this young woman and Jonah, uh, replaced mad dog's image with the image of his own father. So I guess it, you know, it, it made him feel some type of way. So he actually shot mad dog down in the middle of the street, you know, everything like that happened. A deputy actually ran out and thanked Jonah for bringing bringing the outlaw down and then he told Jonah that uh that a man could make a lot of money by tracking down and apprehending wanted felons so that inspired uh Jonah Hex to pursue the bounty hunting trait so that's just a little background nice. story about him and but yeah so what I'm gonna do it that's my piece on <laughs> that's my piece on Jonah I'm gonna give you my number one when um my personal Who's my your number one personal favorites <clears throat> and I had to save him for last because we're and I'll let you have the floor again and also an anime if you guys haven't okay. checked it out it came out January of 1998 okay probably one of, probably by far uh, it might be my favorite anime actually if I'm being honest uh, if not my favorite definitely my top it's hard to choose a favorite anime nowadays but it's definitely my top three Especially for your ass. It's in my top three. Especially for you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Top three. All right, it's Outlaw Star. Outlaw Star, let's go. <laughs> Outlaw Star is very near and dear to my heart. So when you mentioned that you wanted to talk a bit about, you know, a bounty hunter segment, I had to save this for last. All right. Now. Gene. You got Gene. You told you about to talk about Gene, ain't you? I am Gene Starwin. Yep. Gene <laughs> Now, for those of you who don't know anything about All Star, if you don't know, Gambo's very disappointed in you. I'm very disappointed if you. Listen yeah, to you guys should podcast, probably go watch the show. Yeah, if you have, if you listen to my podcast and you care about what I say, please watch All Star. All right, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. So basically, in order to achieve his dream, all right, one day going out and getting his own ship, all right, and exploring the stars, all right, Gene Starwin and his genius friend James Hawk. Uh, James Hawking. Jim. Jim Hawking. His real name is James, though. Jim's oh, yeah. Oh, you trying that, that, to play me? You trying to stun on me? That's, that's everyone. <laughs> tell me tell me not Tell me not everyone named James has a nickname Jim. It's true. You're right. That pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, his actual name is James Hawking. All right, Hawking. continue. His name is James Hawking. You know, in the show, we call him his Jim. His Jim, of course. You know, he's a genius. Yeah. 
and uh, you know they they pretty much they they're always just doing odd jobs. The show starts off to doing odd jobs. They're bounty hunters. Even in the very first episode, they take out the cyborg, which is amazing. All right, I love that episode. We see what Gene's about. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he not only can he shoot, but he has knife work. All right, he can use that knife. And Jim, we see his hacking ability. Kid's a genius. And Jim's definitely the brains behind the operation. You know, and Gene's always like, oh, you know what? We'll just we'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. You know, oh, uh, you know, well, hey, listen, when when that happens, when it happens, it happens. You know, like Gene has that yeah. kind of attitude, which is a cool dynamic between two characters. You know, Jim's always yelling at Gene, and Gene's always waving off, saying, "You know, we'll get there. We'll get the money somehow. We'll just do it. We'll just keep doing what yeah, we usually yeah. do." You know, <laughs> space pirates, bro, space pirates. Yeah, but the ultimate, but Gene's ultimate goal is to one day go out into space, you know, have his own ship and explore, which is really, which is actually kind of strange because uh, Gene actually has a space, a space phobia. He's afraid of space because back in the day, him and his dad were out there in space and they got taken out by a pirate ship. Yeah. And right before the ship blew up, his dad shoved him in the escape pod and sent him off. So he has a big, he has a deep fear of space. So it's, you know, it's interesting seeing how he's going to surpass that while still, you know, you know, trying to attain his dream of, you know, exploring. Mm-hmm. So everything kind of, you know, everything's going Pretty decent, and, and uh, everything gets thrown out of whack when they meet this one woman, Hilda or Hot Ice Hilda, mm-hmm. all right, who's an out, who's an outlaw, and she has some treasures on deck that she stole from some pirates, all right, and the treasures she has are the XGP, all right, mm-hmm. which is you know will, will, will sooner be called the Outlaw Star, all right, and also a bio android named Althena. Who is you know a you know, pretty? She's a pretty shy chick, who is the main navigation system for the Outlaw Star slash XGP. All right. Okay. So they meet Hilda. Hilda's like, listen, I need some uh, bodyguards. I stole I stole some shit from these pirates. You know the XGP and Malfina. The XGP is the best ship in the galaxy. Grappler arms. Now the best thing about this show, before I continue real quick, I'm I'm not gonna spill too long, but the best thing about this show is the space combat for me and the, the space fights we see on the show between the ships. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing for me as far as that combat goes is certain ships that are traveling through space have grappler arms, which pretty much there are these arms that come out from the ship and they assist in fighting in combat, in space combat. Okay. And the animation is so cool when you see these ships fighting like that. Yeah. And the Outlaw Star has the best grappling arms. In the entire show, in my opinion, you see some other cool ships. Yeah, too, yeah. But the Outlaw Star by far is one of the best. Yeah, if you haven't seen the show, then I don't even know if you're a person because it was on Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Toonami. Yep. Toonami, yeah. Cartoon Network, Toonami, Adult Swim. I, I know it from Toonami back in the Toonami days. You know? Yeah, Toonami. Back in the back the old school Toonami days, like come home from school, turn that shit on, start doing your homework, and it was good because like the good shows didn't come on until like four yep, o'clock, four thirty. Exactly. And All Star was one of them. That's why I'm so proud to, to yep. you know, serve it up as my favorite. So I watch it. And if that's not enough for you guys to watch it, besides the space combat, besides the uh, dynamic duo of Gene Starwin and Jim Hawking, then let's not forget the crew members. We've got Asia Clan Clan, the uh, the cat warrior female <laughs> with the beast strength. Okay. And we got Suzuka, Twilight Suzuka, the assassin, 
with the wooden Bokuto sword, all right, who's got mad skills, okay? And we can't forget Gilliam, the uh, the main computer for Outlaw Star, who also has his own quirky, funny moments, all right? So check it out. Sure, sure. Gene Starwin, my favorite, uh, my favorite bounty hunter. And uh, that's all I got to say for that, my top pick. And go ahead, Mr. Wolchi. I'll give you... All right, I'll finish it off with my, my one and two. Number two, I'm going to have to go Spike Spiegel um, from Cowboy Bebop. Hold up, hold now, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, what? your number one must have to be amazing because I don't know how Spike came to number two. Yeah, Spike's cannot, my number two. I cannot wait to hear your number one because Spike, Spike is definitely – oh, my God. All right, but I'm, 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 I'm going to keep going. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Dude, right. I, and I'll, I'll tell you, Spike – I love Spike. Spike's a G. So Spike became a bounty hunter, but he was originally he's born on Mars in the year 2071, which is dope. Like who, like that's what we're trying to do right now. So like this whole show just kind of was just like, all right, we already know the future because I feel like by 2071, people are probably going to be, you know, conceived on Mars at this point. So That'd be pretty amazing. hopefully I can give birth or, you know, have a son and then he'll give, a, he'll have a, another son and my grandson will be Spike born on Mars. right so he does hold like you know the traits of a cowboy he's like real free-spirited he's just he's laid back he's cool as hell and he uh roams he roams space with a crew of bounty hunters including jet black who he met um after after uh spike left mars and he left um um the red dragon crime syndicate but um but yeah, he he travels he travels and roams through space um, on a ship called Bebop. Now, if you don't know Spike, he's like sly and laid back as hell. He can like it's it's crazy. He'll just be he can basically like dodge bullets, you know, on accident. That's just how cool this dude is. Yes, uh, I love that scene when he's on. I don't know the scene where he's on the plane. And those those hijackers come on. Yeah, he, he'll have like a smile on his face, and he's just like, yeah, like he's he's a cool white boy. <laughs> and he can pickpocket the but, shit um, out of you too. His pickpocket. Oh yeah, his pickpocketing. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah, I mean, he was uh, you know, he was an enforcer for the Red Dragon Crime Syndicate along with his partner, who's uh, named Vicious. You know, they had a falling out eventually and whatnot. Um, but Spike actually left Mars. He left his former life um, after faking his death. And three years later, he he uh, met this former, um, was it ISSP agent? I think Jet Black was. I don't and, know the exact uh, name for it, but yeah, he was a cop. He, he used to be retired, uh, former cop. Yeah, and Jet he left the force to become a bounty hunter. So after that, they would form that partnership. Spike became a bounty hunter, and he joined uh, Jet on. Yeah, he was ex cop. He joined uh, Jet on uh, on Bebop. So they worked together. They're eventually joined by other crew members. Uh, they're catching bounties, fighting enemies. It's, it's cool. It's a real cool show. And uh, he does have a few run-ins with Vicious, which is dope. And he would discover that his his true love, Julia, uh, finally learned the reason behind his disappearance on the day that they were supposed to meet mm-hmm. up, you know? 
But uh, yeah. but yeah, Spike. I think Spike views himself. He views his life, or he he's known for his views on his life, and you know on himself. And he's real cool. But one of his uh, a lot one of the things that he does have is a pro- a prosthetic right eye, and he he claims that uh, you know his prosthetic right eye, and bas- basically. He sees the past with his real left eye, and he he views the present with that prosthetic right eye. So, that's actually one of my favorite lines that he has in the yeah. anime. I, I like that episode and, and that line. He that that's one of my favorite lines by him. Yeah, I think I think it's cool how he uh he's more he's more complex, like he's a more complex individual than most shows you'll see. But everyone knows he's a marksman. You know, he wills that Jericho 941. You know, he's trained in, in weaponry. And he's trained, and he's an efficient master in Jeet Kune Do. Now, if no one knows what Jeet Kune Do is, it's, it's uh, the style that Bruce Lee created. Now, me being a martial arts man of myself, I know a little bit of Jeet Kune Do. I know its strengths, and I know its weaknesses. So I do wish that he was a little bit more versed in martial arts. And it wasn't just Jeet Kune Do. But. <laughs> <laughs> I think he throws his own style onto it too. Yeah, that of course, it, because you know. it's, you know, because it's anime. So he's got to, he's got to be fly and he's got to know a little bit more. They just probably have to put a, basically have to put a name on it, put a title on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, throughout his bounty, throughout his uh, bounty hunting career, he's, he showed a, an ability to sneak up on bounties with ease, like completely unnoticed. So he's definitely he's definitely my number two. Nice. Now I gotta hear your number one. Oh, my number one. Mm-hmm. All right. So this was hard between Spike and my number one. My number one's gonna have to be Lobo. Lobo, <laughs> that crazy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy, but you know, he's he's feared across the whole universe as a bounty hunter. He the guy never misses his mark. And, you know, we all know he's super strong. He's completely unkillable. And he's immortal. You know why he's immortal? Uh, You might have to refresh my memory on that one. All right. So he's immortal because he's rejected by both hell and heaven. So he can't die. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so yeah, Lobo, I mean, if anyone knows anything about Lobo, You'll know that this guy is a complete maniac. He's got berserk strength. He's got the ability to manipulate dimensions. He's he can duplicate himself from like a drop of blood. He can completely reform himself. He can heal with like you know a very short very short uh, time period. He can he can heal himself with even like you know very very serious injuries. Um, he's always gonna Superman run for his money. Oh yeah, he's always he's always clowning Superman. If Superman could fight, then maybe it'd be different. But Superman's just strong. <laughs> like no one, no one like really taught Superman how to fight. Uh, actually, that's not um completely true. He did. I I know it's not complete. I know it's not. I know it's not. All right. I know it's not completely true, <laughs> Genbu. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying because you know he did take boxing lessons from the legendary. I know. 
I know. Okay. Boxing lessons. Who hasn't taken boxing lessons in their life? But, but they came from the legendary Wildcat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Wildcat. But <laughs> Superman and boxing. Let's be like Superman and boxing. Come on now. But Wildcat though. Superman. Wildcat though. He should have learned from someone who really knew what they were doing as like a superhero. What? I mean, Wildcat's Wildcat. What? No, no, no. Wildcat. Wildcat is Wildcat, but Superman. I feel like his his powers and his abilities can be, you know, they they can be used a lot better than with boxing. What? Wow. Well, mm. You're lucky we're you're lucky we're short on time. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna edge, I'm gonna bring that up again in the next episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, but unfortunately, we're 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 pretty much at the end. But that was yeah. The, but uh, but yeah, Lobo. I'll just you know, I'll just end that on him. He's he's definitely my number one. He's the guy has killed like basically. He was like the only survivor of his race. You know, him and his fourth grade teacher, <laughs> which is weird. Um, oh, yeah, I remember. I do remember that. That that was yeah. That was strange. That was but weird. That's like that. It's <laughs> but it's still funny though. <laughs> at, it's funny. At the age of two, he requested a song to be played continuously on this on his radio station, and it was called "I Killed My Folks, No Accident." <laughs> and yeah, and uh, he the. the the radio station, I think his name was like Wolfman or something. He just played it nonstop because he was scared Lobo would kill him. <laughs> At the age of two, like two years old. Yeah, it's crazy. I would expect nothing less from Lobo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our Bounty Hunter segment. And we will be doing more segments like this in the future, too. And hopefully we can get more Absolutely. of our hosts on, too, so they can share a little bit of their ideas on some of their favorite genres or, or favorite topics and uh and you know i think it'll be a nice little you know nice little uh change up yep so that being said guys i want to know what your favorite bounty hunter anime show or character is all right so hit us up on social media i'll be doing a poll on our instagram and facebook all right and twitter check us out give us a vote I want you on on, on or a uh, a vote or a uh, opinion or a fact, if some of you want to call it that, on the best bounty hunting show, comic, character, and let me see what you got. I'm sure Mr. Wolchi would be interested in looking at that as well. Yeah, we can uh we can we can leave it open for discussion, or we could, you know, we could uh we can give you choices. So yeah, either, we can do, we do both. both. Yeah. All right, so make sure you check us out at www.geekbluespodcast.com. And don't forget, all forms, social media, if you can think of it, we're on it. Same goes for our listening platforms. And also, Instagram, something I've been thinking about that I'm going to start uh, incorporating in our Instagram page. We're going to do some some uh, verses, some matches. So we'll pick two compatible anime characters or, you know, characters just in any kind of, um, you know, animated aspect and we'll see who's going to win between the two and you can you know put your comments down and you can uh you can be the you can uh, be the basically be the decision maker of that as well let us know what you think yes yep sounds good to me too I would, that would definitely give me a little bit of a break yeah 
So, any uh, final thoughts, comments, or anything like that, Mr. Wolchie? Um, no, I mean, I'll get back to you when my grandson Spike is born. <laughs> On Mars, hopefully I'm still alive by then. <laughs> it's, hey, 2071, we should be alive. I mean, you know, it's not that far away. All right, you're right. Maybe, yeah, you're right. Hopefully I get a blessed with a nice long life. Maybe I can have a grandchild born on Mars or Venus or Mercury. You got to eat. You got to eat your kale, bro. You got oh to eat your God, kale. The kale. The kale conversation that you re- you replaced your collard greens with kale. <laughs> you got to eat your kale, bro. But you saw the picture. You saw the picture, and you saw it was it legitimate. Good. I'm not gonna. I can't refute that. It looked good. <laughs> exactly. You can't doubt me, bro. Uh, okay, I don't know about that, but I can. <laughs> oh my God. Every time he's doubted me, he's found out the truth. I doubt you in injustice. I doubt you in Dragon yeah. Ball. I doubt you in this. I doubt you in that. Whenever I doubt him, I find out the truth. The truth is that I was right to doubt him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll just, just because Gimbu is uh, the founder of Geek Blues Podcast, I will, um, you know, be his friend today. <laughs> uh, but tomorrow's a different day. And even when we stop this. Once we stop this recording, I will come at his throat. Yeah, just probably, to let you guys know. Will. He, probably, he most likely will. <laughs> <laughs> so all you guys, all you guys, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening. All right, uh, we want to hear from you. Okay, so join us on our social media. All right, and pay attention to our posts. I work very hard at them. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, everyone, just join us on the next episode of Geek Blues Podcast when we'll have more updates for you and more interesting topics to talk about. Yep. So on that note, thanks for getting your geek freak on with us and sayonara. Have a good evening. Peace.